manic, pertaining to or affected by excessive excitement or enthusiasm craze. This is Manic Mindset. It's time for another Manic episode with Haley and Lynn. Join us each week as we dive down the rabbit hole of navigating life while being hyper-focused on success. Our Manic moments are where some of our best ideas come from. We not only embrace the chaos, we... Hey, Manic Mindset friends. Today, we are going to talk about Say It With Your Chest. Yes, ma'am. Super excited about this one because it took me... I th- actually, I still feel like I'm going through it and like <laughs> learning to do some of the things that we're going to talk about today. And it took me a while to even like overcome that hump. And I'm still work. It's a work in progress, people. Yeah. So, um, yeah. One of the things that I think about when I say say it with my chest is, again, we've all heard about the my uh, my coming up and things like that. But I was always very scared to speak about anything that was on my mind. You know, hush your mouth, stay quiet, don't say anything that's going to upset anybody around you. And now I'm kind of like, "Mm, I'm going to say it. You're not afraid to make anybody uncomfy now. No, I'm not. (laughs) And it actually is uncomfortable for me how how I'm not afraid to make others uncomfortable. It's uncomfy for me because I never fail them next to you when you pop (laughs) off. (laughs) And then that poor person just makes eye contact with me. I'm like, well... (laughs) It is what it is. You probably deserve it. Yeah. She said what she said. She owns it. I will own it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm 1000%. I'm a said what I said person. I'm going to talk about you, but I'm also going to talk about you to your face. Yeah. I will never say a goddamn thing that if you knock on my door, did you say this? Sure did. Yeah. Happy to repeat it. Yeah. Write it down. <laughs> I know. I know. So one of the things that um, when I was thinking about what does this mean and how what are we going to discuss about and stuff like that. So I was like, you know. I always apologize for everything. And actually, I work out with a trainer three days a week now. Yay, me trying to get healthy. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's only because I drink so much wine that, makes that one I'm of trying us. to like, get better <laughs> at like working out and stuff too. But I apologize every time I mess up something or I can't do it. Like she, maybe she wants me to do something that I thought I was going to be able to do and then I can't do it. And then I instantly apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry. She's like, stop apologizing. Why do you apologize all the time? I do realize that I apologize all the time. Even like if I call Chip, again, we talk a lot about Chip because he's my broker. I will be like, I'm sorry for bothering you. And he's like, oh, that's what I'm here for. (laughs) But it's like my go-to to to apologize. I'm more like, I'm back to annoy you. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, mean it. (laughs) Love you, mean it. Um, So stop apologizing also is in alignment with your success, what you're doing, how you move. If you feel like you're moving in a way that you should be and you still feel like you have to apologize to the people around you to make them comfortable, stop it. But also, same same point to that, two sides of the coin, which we always say. You also have to be aware if you're doing things that require an apology or not willing to give it. Like mm. if you are, it's kind of like when the kid's like, is this appropriate to wear to school? If you're asked that question, you already know it's not, go back upstairs. Like, mm-hmm. Is this appropriate to wear to closing? No. You asked. You already know it wasn't. Stop it. Like, But you also have to be very aware of if I'm moving in a way that's like a snake in a grass, which first off, don't do that. But if you do, 
and you feel like maybe I owe that person an apology, you probably do. Because if you thought it, I bet you they already thought it and they already feel their old one. So the same side of that coin is stop apologizing if you're being authentic and they don't need it, if they don't deserve it, if it's not required. But also, you should absolutely be apologizing if you're moving in a way that you owe that person an apology. Be yeah. Aware. Be self-aware. You have, to, you have to be self-aware. You have to take responsibility for things. Mm-hmm. And when I say like we're talking about stop apologizing, I mean I know so many people – I I did it for a while. I'm getting better about it. This is why I say it's a work in progress that will dim their own light. Mm-hmm. So the people that are around them are more comfortable. I was always scared of to talk about, um, you know, how many homes I've sold or what I'm doing in my business or the growth and the development or whatever it is. The success. I was always like, don't talk about it because it makes other people uncomfortable around me. And now I'm kind of like, if I'm making you uncomfortable you're probably jealous of it mm-hmm. or you don't want to see me be happy or successful. So if you are around me and you feel these feelings towards me, you need to reevaluate yourself and what you're doing and what you're thinking. I can't control that anymore. Yeah, I can't, I can't dim my light for other people. I can't stop moving the way that I want to move and how I want to change lives and how I want to make things impactful for other people around me because you aren't feeling good about yourself. And if you think if, if someone's talking to you about their stuff and you think they're bragging and says to that, maybe you're in a position where you're not passionate about what you're doing mm-hmm. because especially coming from you, you're not like a braggy materialistic, like that's not how you are. Mm-hmm. So for someone to get like an ick from you talking about it, like you just don't understand that I enjoy my job. Like yeah. I, I literally get joy out of it. It's what I'm passionate about. It's what excites me. It what gets me out of bed in the morning. Yeah. I mean, I thoroughly, in, I mean, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I love being a leader. I love helping other people. I love growth. I love development. I like goals. I, I thrive on stuff like that. Um, and recently over the last like year or so, I've really thrived on helping other people grow their business, you know, and really teaching them how to build a foundation that will make them, you know, be successful. Like my success is watching other people be successful. Yeah. So I just wanted to really, kind of touch on the base of if you're dimming your light or you're not telling certain things around certain people because you're so worried about how they're going to feel about it, maybe it's time that you call them out and have a tough conversation with them. Or if you don't want to do that, it's time to eliminate them slowly. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. Oh, it's cute that you said slowly because I'm like, you got to go. Goodbye. I mean, I kind of <laughs> feel like if you don't want them to know that you're cutting them out of your life, you can just kind of slowly back away you know my feeling on that i like my red receipts on if i'm ignoring you i want you to know it oh, <laughs> oh. i'm always out here making a point yeah right shank 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 shank, shank, shank. <laughs> i think that i found this video on tiktok and if if i could remember who posted i would shout them out but i had actually sent it to one of our friends and it was this girl going on a rant and her point was to talk about whatever guy she was hooking up with at the time and her whole thing was like let me know when you were ready for me to be ugly let me know. When do you want me to be ugly? When do you want me to not have drive, not be motivated, not get up and work hard? Because me being cute and me hustling is obviously not convenient for you. So let me know when you're ready for me to be ugly and I'll do it. Let me know when you're ready for me to sit on the couch and not move. I'll do it. Like you're threatened by me being me and it's ridiculous. And I will send that to everybody until they all understand it because do not dim your light. Yeah. Do not dim your light. That is not how to live your life. And if you're with people, whether it's your significant other, 
your friends, a company, if they're making you do that and feel that way and you feel like you have to shrink yourself and quiet down whatever room you're in, you're in the wrong room. Oh, 100%. And I mean, I'm not, when we talk about like stop apologizing, you know, it can go along the lines of people that you work with. Um, We work at a really good office and stuff, but there has been times where I feel when I'm in the office or on a meeting um, on a like, you know, every Thursday we have meetings and I'm on a meeting and stuff and maybe we got top dog or, you know, even if it's not coming from like a bad place, it still feels uncomfortable to me. It used to. Now I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to ignore it, you know? Choking and me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I think it was, we were the first ones and uh, we have this new dog statue at that freaking statue yeah it's massive too we took pictures of him everywhere but we have this dog statue that you get when you're top dog of the month so we got it and somebody made the comment um of course i don't even know why we do this because it's them again and i was like first of all you're i i mean i feel like you're a nice person but like you just said that out loud and that is so rude so you do you want me to apologize for that now to make you feel better about yourself? Do you want me to go ahead and dim my light for you? Yeah, let me shrink Instead, myself. Instead, so I didn't click the mic button. Oh, I'm so happy I wasn't there because I'm pretty sure I would have flipped a table over. I mean, I wasn't even time. there. I was going to like <laughs> click the click the mic on. Um, excuse me, Chip. Excuse me. <laughs> but Chip handled it so well and he was yeah. like, well, actually, as an individual agent, mm-hmm. You have to do this, this, and this. As a team, you have to do this, this, and this. And so part of me like was a little salty at first. And I was like, um, okay, let's just take out the whole team thing. Like I was still going to get – I'm in my mind, I'm mm-hmm. still going to get top dog. Yeah. Like if I didn't have a team, I would get top dog. If you didn't have a team, you would get top dog. Mm-hmm. I feel like we are willing to strive to be better every day. We just have to hit higher numbers and work harder because we have a team. So it's actually more of a celebration when the team gets the thing. So Absolutely. Not, girl, have all the seats. Have so all the seats. it I wasn't just her or anything like that. There are comments that are had often yeah. where... Because we're young and fun and people want to shit on that basically yeah and we I don't, don't deserve I don't it because think we enjoy that, it like i said i don't think that our office is bad at all no, i love our no. office i, I mean, think they're in, amazing in general in life i think that we're a people. young team mm-hmm. we hit success quickly and i have and like like i said over the last year i've stopped doing it but there has been times where i felt like when i walk in and they're like why are you even here you you should be you're you're out selling houses you don't even need to be here like just like little like comments that are made to me when like when I walk in yeah and I'm kind of like oh I was really just like th- I was why? excited to like be at the meeting I was excited to be today, at the meeting like- or just come in the office but every time I like get this little jab jab mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of like now I just walk in do my thing I do have an amazing like group of people that aren't oh, our, even on our office is our immediate office is amazing and. Um, I mean, like Yasser's always like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what's up, superstar?" Yeah. Like he's my big, one of my biggest fans outside of we my team. We literally have earned, and it's our joke because we compete with each other all the time. We have both earned the what is it called? Like the top top admirer or top follower badge on Yasser's business page. Yes, <laughs> yes, we have. But I was so proud of myself; it like alerted me I earned it, so I screenshot it and sent it to him. And he was like, "Oh, Haley won hers yesterday." I was like, "Bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I do feel like as a whole, Carolina One is really good. It's very like uh, community, family style. It's a really great place to work. And there's a lot of times where you are corporate America or you're in a position where 
it's dog eat dog. Mm -hmm. And people let that rule them. And I feel like Carolina One is really good about not being that way, especially our immediate office. Like you can even see when we go to awards shows and stuff, there's like everyone cheers for, you know, their Mm -hmm. team and their group. And then someone calls somebody from our office and we all act feral. (laughs) We just, we fiercely support each other. Like it's wild. But that's the groups I'm trying to be in. That's the groups I'm trying to be in too. And I no longer am going to apologize when I walk in and I don't want to apologize. I don't want to feel... Like I have to feel bad about my success and I, there have, I'm going to say it, there have been people that have done that, but it's not because it's an office or a Carolina one thing or anything like that. Right. It's a success thing. It's those people are going to be everywhere you go. Yeah. You, those people are in your churches. Those people are are in your homes. Those people are in your family. You can't control all of that. No. So I had to come to the realization that. What others think about me, what others feel about me, if I let that control my thoughts, it will control my actions and my actions are what control my success. So now I keep it moving. Like my mom called me today, told me about something that one of my sister's ex-boyfriend said about me and like his validation. I'm like, okay, whatever. Don't really care, you know? (laughs) Um, in the past, that would have made me upset. Today, I'm just like, yeah, okay, you probably would have lost sleep over it. I don't even care. Like, didn't even affect me one bit, right? Mm-hmm. At all. But I had to learn that if I allow those people to control my thoughts about wondering who, when, where, why, that I was that was gonna be that was gonna block me from being able to move to the next step in life that I wanted to get to. If you're not controlling the thoughts that are inside your own head, you're not in control of anything happening outside of your head. You're not your business, not your family, not your relationships. You've got to get in control of yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you believe in yourself and you're willing to influence yourself, you can do that to other people. Well, then that goes on to the next thing that I talked about. So the first thing was like, stop apologizing for your your success, but also learning to be excited for yourself. Mm -hmm. Be your biggest cheerleader. When others aren't cheering you on or you've done something that, you know, has been like a successful thing, you have to be okay and content with being, just being excited for yourself. Mm -hmm. I got 40 under 40, I don't know, a few months ago, I can't remember the exact, but I remember being so excited in that moment. It was a huge thing for me. Yeah. 40 under 40 in all of Charleston, that was huge. And... I was so excited about it and you helped me celebrate that. And I was so grateful for that. And my husband did too. And my broker, you know, every, those people were excited, but there was somebody in my life. Actually, she, one of, it was one of the girls on our team. She barely even acknowledged it and it hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. It really did. I was kind of like, dang, like I've like wrote for you and then just not even really much of an acknowledgement. And I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to keep it moving. It's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And I did. And now I'm kind of, again, like I can't allow those thoughts to control the moments that I should be excited for myself. I have to learn to be excited about my things. That was my goal. That was not her goal. Mm -hmm. She didn't need to be excited for me. Right. 
that was something that was on my vision board that I worked for. And not for nothing, if it's not genuine, you don't want it. Right. Like if I had to like... Like now I have to tell you that you yeah. didn't like congratulate me and now you're congratulating me and now yeah. it's just really weird it's because like now it feels like... It's like you have to give like a guy an ultimatum and then he gives you a ring. Did you really get a ring? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like really? Is that what happened in your e- mind? Exactly. <laughs> so I think I had to really think about those things. Yeah. Like why can I not just be excited for what I've created, what I did for myself i can be excited and i'll pop that bu- champagne by myself mm-hmm. i don't need somebody else to do that no great i'm still gonna put a hundred dollar yard sign to take up your entire yard and embarrass she, you when she you really things. did she really did <laughs> it was so sweet i didn't even know it was out there i don't even know how i found out like halfway through the day the um ups guy came out and i opened the door and i was like what is in my yard and he was like uh happy 40th i was like what <laughs> i'm not 40 <laughs> and I walked out there. I turned around, look at the sign. I was like, "Oh, that's so sweet." That does not say I'm 40. It says I got 40 under 40, yeah, sir. Just to be clear, does I'm this look 40. like 40 to you? <laughs> I don't ask questions. I don't want the answer to. Yeah. What if he says yes? Now I have to. I think kill he over. was like all of 19 years old. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So just... he probably was like, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Don't let others. What well, others right? think of you control your thoughts, people. <laughs> for Botox. How dare you? <laughs> right. So I had to become excited for those things that I had uh, this vision to become. I spent most of my life needing validation from people that were closest to me because, and I've really thought through this a lot, um, I always needed my mother's validation. I always thought that if... hardwired that way, girls. Oh, I know. I thought that if I was an amazing mother, she'd love me more. If I was an amazing daughter, she would love me more. If I was successful at this or that or whatever it is, I always moved in a way that what would make her love me and want me? And to be honest with you, no matter what I did was not going to change how she wasn't capable she was towards time. me. Yeah, I'm not saying my mom didn't love me. She did. She well, loved yeah. her and her. She loved me in her own way, you know. And she, we're great and we're good right now, and we have a good relationship. And I absolutely love her. Um, and I'm not trying to make that she probably will listen to this one episode, and I don't want her to feel <laughs> like that. But I was always so like everything that I did, I just did around validation of others. How my grandmother, you know, my grandmother is a huge part of my life. Will she like this? Will she not like this? Um, What will be her opinion on me? And then I did that with my friends too. It went back to that whole, I'm trying to dim my light. I, I had to stop thinking about the validation of them and what they, what they thought of me. And when I did that and I turned all that off, the door for my my what I was doing my success opened wide open it was like I kicked the freaking doors open Mm -hmm. and I no longer spent time thinking about what I was doing to make them happy and I started spending more time on what was making me happy my children happy my spouse happy the people who were the wanted to see me actually be successful and happy I started thinking about when I was getting that positive attention on wow, the way that you're moving and growing so quickly, I was like, yeah, now I want to do more of it, Mm -hmm. right? I want to be more successful. But in my mind, I was my biggest cheerleader because I had this goal list. I had this vision board and I was just like checking it off, checking it off. And then it just became like this huge thing. And it was like a celebration every time. Now, like we have, um, 
we last year we did houses like on a big house where we filled it in this year every time we saw one you know we'd put it up this year we do coconuts mm-hmm. and because we're palmetto elite group so we mm-hmm. have a tree and it has coconuts that go on a palm tree and it has coconuts that go underneath it so every time i hang up a coconut like that's a celebration for us yeah and it's not just me and what i'm selling i get excited to hang someone else's coconut up yeah you know so the minute you stop apologizing for being yourself and acting like yourself if you're being a good person that's yes. the difference yes if you allow yourself the grace of not apologizing and continue to move in a way where you earn good karma mm-hmm. and you're deserving it will free you so much because when, you literally don't think about, oh, I'm going to wear these shoes and this red lipstick is everyone judging me for being too dressed up. Yeah. I'm going to sell this house and post back because I'm excited. Is everyone judging me because I just posted I did a house the other day? Like you stop thinking about that. Mm-hmm. That eliminates out of your mind and you are so free to move in a way where the people that are made to support you and find you and be in your life are like suddenly aware of who you are because you're unapologetic. Yes. I revoked. <laughs> She'll never listen to this, so I'm going to say Oh, it. boy. <laughs> My grandmother, love her dearly. <laughs> oh, I might go to hell for this. Oh, shit. We can ride down together. She, he can be an asshole. <laughs> First off, everybody can be an asshole. I'll okay. get crap of your grandma. I revoked grandma's asshole pass card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I revoked it for my entire family. Yeah. And so anytime she needs to be checked, mm-hmm. which let me lay a little baseline here. My grandmother is 100% Hungarian. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why I say the things that I say that make She's you uncomfortable. She's the definition of you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Oh, Heck no. Definition. You, sh- you sure can't. <laughs> she called me the other night and was like, why are you working on a Sunday at 8 o'clock at night? I'm like, that's what I do. Who's, how'd your family eat tonight? And I felt the judgment. The audacity. Right through They're the phone. They're fully capable other parents. I was like, uh, <laughs> Dylan yeah. made dinner? He goes, I'm hungry. I have to eat. And she was like, that's just shameful. It's shameful that you would allow your husband to cook your fam- your family dinner. Oh, and I I'm can't like, hear oh. you. breaking up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So she, I, so the whole family will call me when they need like, Hey, you need to call grandma and like, you know, maybe mention to her this or that or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, you want me to like take her asshole card away? Yeah. She, you do not get the permission. I don't care how old you are to be a jerk around me. And if I think something's wrong and everybody else is like, Oh, you, you know, you can't change her way of thinking. Don't care. She's mm-hmm. going to know about mine. So did this happen in like like later in life or was this established like when you were younger? Later her? in life, I would have never. Oh, see, I, I this this literally happened like over the last five or six years where I was just like, mm, no, that's oh. not that's not the way of thinking. Like we don't we don't do that. I was in like middle school and like God forbid someone in my family disrespected like my mother or something, I'd come for them. Girl, my aunt banned me on Facebook <laughs> like eighth grade, <laughs> and her husband banned me in like ninth grade. Like I don't I don't care. I'm all like I've always been that way. I've never had that problem. Like I'll burn a bridge. Yeah. So quick. You don't even know. Like, well, nuts. and there's a hard side for that because my grandmother and my grandparents, you know, they raised me yeah, and I course. love her and I owe her so much for who I am and my mm-hmm. life and stuff. And I think she's great. She's super opinionated, right? Yeah. She, she was I just like, love that you've gotten your to hair, that point. Like yes. I've never known the other side of it. Like I just, I feel like I came out of the womb that way. I feel like I came you, out of the womb, two middle fingers up. Like, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> you were on, you were on the car ride with me. Oh yeah. I um, when I talked to her the other a few weeks ago, and 
I mean, so if you know me, I'm I'm not I'm not fat. I'm just not skinny. I'm I'm thicker, right? <laughs> so I have a booty and my grandmother was like the last time I seen your butt, it was big. No one likes a big butt. And oh like, God. she will literally offend your grandma. Yeah. She literally just will like, tell me these things, you know, and she has no idea. I take it with a grain of salt now. Now I'm just like, whatever. Before I'd be like, oh my gosh, I need to like go on a diet. Right. Yeah. Which I'm fine. I know I am, but. But you said um, she like raised you. Like that's a, that's like a mom move right there. My mom's oh, really yeah. big on like the compliments wrapped in shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's always what I've always called them. And she's like. Um, like I remember I was, you know, I used to be thicker too. And I'd wear like the leggings with like the mesh on the side. <laughs> She'd be like, those are for skinny people, honey. <laughs> those are for skinny people. I'd be like, thank you so much, mom. <laughs> feel so good about myself thank you, now. Thank you. But she's also on the other side of that. Like I will call her and be like in the dressing room, like, is this, I don't know. How do I feel about it? She's like, no, <laughs> no. Immediately put it back. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because my husband, bless him. He'll just tell me everything looks like, you know, fantastic. And I'm right. like, no, I want an actual opinion. Yes. I'm really big Dylan on like, too. And I'm like, really? Good? It fits and it does something for me and it is flattering are two different things. And my mom is real quick to bring me right back down to earth. Oh, my grandmother told me she – so being that I'm Hungarian, we have dark hair and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And she was like, your hair is too hard for you. You need to you need to lighten it. I'm like, well, this hair does not like bleach because it's mm-hmm. black. I'm and here for the mob wife look. She I was like, like I feel like your forehead might be a little too big <laughs> to not have bangs too. God. And I'm like, man, this woman, she break me down and build me up. <laughs> you know? I feel like you're getting a little too zesty. Just call yeah, grandma. She'll yeah. bring back down. So, I mean, even down to like when I had kids, she'd be like, uh, you know, you couldn't do it right. You, It would be like 80 degrees out. You are you should really have a turtleneck on that baby. It's kind of cold out. And I'm oh, like, God. oh, gosh, you can never do anything right. But anyways, I am now just so excited for myself. Mm-hmm. I no longer need their validation anymore. I do not need it. I'm keeping it moving. I'm excited. Yeah. It's opened up ways for me to grow and develop. So I really just had to learn to shut off what other people think about me. I am very good about putting compartments in my brain. Mm-hmm. I can, there's, there's really not a whole lot of gray area for me inside of this brain of craziness. Yeah. So... I feel like I did a pretty good job about that. And in conclusion to everything that we've talked about today, one of the things that I thought is when you think of your future self and your present self, are they in alignment with what you want the future to look like? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is yes, then how can you build around that to achieve it faster And maybe even bigger than what you thought it was going to be. So what are you doing right now today that is building that future person that you want to be? And if the answer is no, when you look at yourself, when you're evaluating who you are, when you're looking in that mirror, I really wanted to not say when you look in the mirror, who do you see? (laughs) Um, If it's a no... What are you doing? Are you having that hard conversation with yourself? Are you evaluating how you move? Who is around you? What are you doing that you should be eliminating to that to be that future person, that mm-hmm. future person that you want? Don't stand in your own way. You can't stand in your own way. You can't say that in five years, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to have passive income, wealth, 
I'm going to, you know, build my business. I'm going to all these things, like whatever your goals are, your five-year goals. If you're looking at them and your today self is not in alignment with that, mm-hmm. you need to have a tough conversation with yourself. Yeah. If you're not laying the groundwork, how do you ever think you're going to hit that, hit that point? You're not right. going to. Right. I, I mean, think... you can't just sit back and expect that these things are going to happen it's just gonna fall and it's just going to fall in your lap. Because a lot of people will look at her or look at me and, oh, she's so successful. She got in at the right time. You know what? <laughs> Stop it. You can get in at the right time. I mean, even we're going to talk to uh, my cousin in a few weeks on, a, on an episode. And um, a lot of people will be like, oh, she got in at the ground. Yeah. She got in at the ground. No. She would have also fallen off at this point if that was the case. If we yes. were only successful because we came in at a certain time, now that it's not that time anymore and houses are not selling in five seconds after they hit the market, we wouldn't still be closing them and under contract and doing deal. We still wouldn't be successful. We would have crumbled and fallen. Under the well, I mean, everybody asks me all the time, is the market slowing down for you, huh? And I'm like, no, it's no. not. No, it's not. I'm still busy. I'm mm-hmm. still staying busy and I'm grateful for it and I'm excited for it, but I ha- I continue to build my business. I don't think about that. You wouldn't ha- you couldn't be capable of handling that if you only were successful because of timing or because of other circumstances. You would have absolutely failed to continue going up and succeeding if that was the case. Well, let's be clear. This is not my hobby. Yeah. I do not do this part-time. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is what I do for a living. Yeah. And I don't have that that mindset of this is temporary. You know, I am preparing to always be busy, mm-hmm. to always be successful, to continue to grow, to have more each year, even if the market comes down, I'm expecting to do more than I did the following year. Yeah. Why would you want to not <laughs> continue? Yes, you have like, to. Oh, I sold 15. I'm going to sell 15 again. What? You're just complacent? Yes. Don't be complacent. Do I not. think one of the biggest things about authentic people is we're really complicated mm-hmm. because we vary, we grow, we change. We adapt and we are fully comfortable in embracing what we want, what we need, and then achieving it. Like, again, and the no apologizing. I don't apologize for it. And sometimes that rubs people the wrong way, but that's how authentic people are. And if you surround yourself with those people, you don't take offense to it. Because, like, if I see you succeed over your success, why am I going to be bothered by that? Why would it bother me for you to succeed? Especially if we're two people in the same career fields. Mm -hmm. Like even when you're the same team or not, it's literally we compete against each other. That's what we do. But in the same aspect, we are not each other's competition. Mm -hmm. Like we don't allow that. So if you move in that way and you have good intentions, I think there's nothing that can stop you. Yeah. No. I think that you got to just shut it off. Keep it moving. Be excited for others around you. What you put out into the universe will come back to you. If you're sitting next to your friend silently wishing they're not a, they're not successful and silently hoping that you know they're not doing as great as you or you wish that they weren't as successful or you don't want them to become something because you're worried that it might dim your light like that stuff you're putting out into the air you're putting that out into the universe and it is going to come back and it's not going to be good for you. And if you think that people can't pick that up, if you think that people don't know like I'm a fix your face friend. Like sometimes I feel it in my face and even if I'm not saying it, I'm like, whoop, there it is. I felt it. Oh my eyes. Gosh. Something like you, people are aware. Like yeah. you're wearing it on your face. It's in your moves. It's in your mic. Oh, I'll call you out on a heartbeat things. on it too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, sometimes I don't even know I do it. And then I'm like, whoop. <laughs> no, I won't even call you out. Like, I mean, I'll call like out general, somebody yeah. in general. Like if they're mm-hmm. like 
kind of talking about their friend and here I like thought they were your friend and you're talking about them around me and I'm like what girl yeah. did she know that you speak about her like this yeah and it's usually women women can be very oh, catty yeah, sure. and I don't know I, I really also think again no apologies but I think that women are especially our age have been raised and enforced to pit each other against each other mm-hmm it is, you've got this like bachelor nation where we're going to fight over a guy. Like why, why are 40 of you gorgeous women fighting over Tim Buck to Tom over there in his fucking Bermuda shorts and hey dudes, like stop it. Like, I we've just totally been agree to with that. be competitive and like men have been raised to slap each other on the back and that a boy and let's get at it and teamwork and all that. And women have been raised to like, you better be able to cook, better be able to clean. You're expected to dress nice. You didn't put makeup on today. Like, it's just a difference. And yeah, oh, you better be expected to manage your whole household, yeah, take the kids some. to the doctor, work 40 hours a week, yeah. like the whole nine yards. Men I know. were raised with the like, good for you, even if it was bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And women were raised where you could shatter a glass ceiling and still be like, oh, well, it's kind of like a man's job, though. So good try. Maybe go be a so, secretary. With that, though, is that has to come along with the okay to embrace the things that are great for you in your life as a woman, right? We had to give ourselves the okay to not come home and cook dinner. Yeah. To not do the laundry, to say it's okay for your spouse to pick up some slack when when you need it. Mm-hmm. It we had to give ourselves the okay to become, you know, successful in whatever we do. It's the world is changing, right? It Absolutely. it definitely is. <laughs> Um, but we really had to give our, ourselves the okay to do that. Mm-hmm. Now we have to change our way of thinking, how we feel about other women. Oh, for sure. Because now we're no longer in competition with, we shouldn't be in competition with, me, with women, right? Mm-hmm. We're for a while there, we were in competition with men, getting the jobs, being successful with them, handling all these things, right? Now we need to help each other out. We need to build upon that. We need mm-hmm. to we need to support each other and what we're doing and in our jobs and what we do. A lot of my friends are in real estate. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm trying to be supportive of them while I'm growing my business. Yeah. You know, you have to be willing to share the secret sauce. You have to. Mm-hmm. What do I always say? You can share the recipe, but it's going to taste different every time. Mm-hmm. That has always been my mindset. Help others grow around you. And in turn, your success will be so big and you will be you will have so much abundance that you won't even know what to do with it mm-hmm. because the universe has given you back what you've put into it. Yeah. So help other people build and in turn it will come back to you full force. Mm-hmm. If you are steady worrying about how successful somebody else is and not helping them instead of saying, "I see how successful you are. What can I do to take off of your plate? How can I help you be better?" That will come back to you and you will be so successful, you won't even know what to do with yourself. And don't gatekeep. Don't gatekeep. Mm-mm. It's like when you tell a girl, like, oh, I really like your outfit. Where'd you get it? And they're like, hmm, I don't know. Yes, you do. Stop it. Oh. I'm like, Tarjay, on sale. <laughs> <laughs> like, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what you were wearing yesterday, you're like, I have, a, I have an extra one of these. You want one? I'm like, yeah, I, ordered oh, two I just don't know if I can do it. I'm 
do it on this body, but it'll look good of on you, Of course you can. But to touch on that, I think that one of the biggest things, like you said, if you are someone that's listening to this and you are still on your journey to figure out how to come your <laughs> Did you just smell your own armpit? Is that what's happening no, right I now? I was belching into it so you could <laughs> cut it out. You looks like you're sniffing your own armpit over there. Um, anyway. <laughs> you're going to cut that out, right? Of course. Okay. Maybe not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are someone that's still struggling with how do you become your authentic self, how do you bring that out in you? How do you find out what that looks like? Just remember that every day provides an opportunity for you to say what you actually think, for you to have real intentions about what's on your mind, and most importantly, say yes when you can, and don't be afraid to say no when you shouldn't. Like, don't say yes if you shouldn't be. If you're tired and you're burnout, say no to that thing. Haley Eberson, I'm talking to you. If you are, <laughs> if you are overwhelmed and your calendar is already full or your red immovable things, don't say yes to picking up somebody else's kid, doing the silly things. So say yes whenever you can. Be helpful. Build that good karma. Say yes to new opportunities. Yes to learning new things, meeting new people. But say no when you need to say no and it's right for you. And stop apologizing. And that's a wrap. If you like what you heard, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. And as always, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, and more. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube for video podcast. We'll see you next week.